Copa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey, what's up? Welcome in to the one and only Rocky Mountain ATV MC dot com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. You're looking to do some shopping? That's right. It's holiday season. You can go to KieferInkTesting.com right now. Click on that Rocky Mountain ATV MC banner. And you guys should be just doing that right now. And what that does, it gives us a snippet of what you guys are purchasing and uh, helps us out over here. Keeps this thing up and moving because the Rocky Mountain way is the trusted way for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. They have the low prices and they have unparalleled customer service hey and they even have free three-day shipping over 75 bucks so please go to my website click on that banner and then just continue to do your shop and then that helps us out hugely so thank you for doing that and you guys want to be looking good get some winter gear maybe for winter riding fxrracing.com use the code kkmx35 uh had a pretty cool set of gear for the vet race this weekend i thought it looked pretty cool a little bit of black and purple you guys are into purple, so yes, if you're in your 40s, you can wear purple. It's still cool. I know some of my other older homies do not think purple is cool, but I actually like it. So um, they have more colors than just purple over there. So go visit them, fxrracing.com. Use that code KKMX35. And if you are a lady, which I saw some ladies wearing some FXR gear this weekend, I have a different code for you that is more than the dudes. So email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and I will get you a cooler code. For you ladies out there. And Race Tech. Lots of Race Tech guys were stoked this weekend riding the choppy hills of Glen Helen Raceway. Holy shit, it was rough. But if you want to get your bike to run smoother, get a little bit faster engine, go to racetech.com. Sales at racetech.com. Use the word Kiefer to save some money and get a better ride through Racetech and racetech.com. So thank you for joining me and thank you to all of my 2022 sponsors. Power Motorsports, new YZ450F should be arriving at the end of the month, first part of December. They were pushed back a little bit. But they should be there, but if you want a good deal, Power Motorsports is where it's at. Works Connection, you've got an older YZ. we got some new offset foot peg mounts you can try. Some other cool stuff coming out from Eric and the guys over at Works Connection that I'm helping them work out a little bit. So I'm excited about some of the new products that Works Connection is coming out with, so stay tuned with that. Ride Engineering, Pro Taper, 6D Helmets, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Dunlop Motorsports, Plum Creek Funding, and Blood Lubricants, Decal Works, Lit Pro, all those guys, and Fast Company. Don't forget OldTimersMX.com, Old Timers Association. If you want to do longer motos and race with your homies 40 and over. My son is not a vet rider, but we're going to talk about that's right, Aiden is with me in the show, and we're going to talk about the World Vet Weekend that was at Glen Helen Raceway. I know we're going to get some of this talk over on Pulp MX Show tonight. If you guys want to get some of the stuff that we're not going to talk about on the Pulp MX Show, we're here today to talk about our experiences, how my race went, a little bit about my bike setup, and just an overall vibe of the weekend and how the race was run. And uh, yeah, so Aiden, thank you for joining me. You're welcome. How's welcome. it feel to go to the races and not ride? It's very dep- well. I mean, this every year this time, I never get to race this race anyway, so it's the same as always. But let, let me ask you this: When you go watch all these guys race, does it make you like, okay, when I get older, I want to do this? It does actually a little oh, bit. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, like I remember being younger and going to this race, and wasn't I wasn't old enough to race it, and I was like, ah, dude, these guys are gnarly. It's it's weird how, I, one thing that I don't like, though, is how Glen Helen preps the track for this Push weekend. Push that closer to your mouth. Is, um, they prep it, I feel like they prep the track way better this weekend than any other weekend, or not weekend, but like any other practice day at Glen Helen. It kind of sucks. Really? Yeah. I don't know, practice has been pretty good at Glen Helen lately. Well, I wouldn't know, so. Well, I will say this. I'm not going to say that because I would say 
they have been doing a good job with practice days. I feel like they've been ripping it really nice. No, I'm saying different. They're like I feel like this weekend was a lot more ruddier than. Like, well, we had some more. weather. That's true. That's true. We had rain, which was, I think I've haven't ridden Glen Helen as good as it was Thursday before the vets. It rained Tuesday or something yep, or Wednesday. Wednesday. And it were six or seven ruts in every corner. It was soft. It stayed soft. Like, it's stuff that we don't get normally out here in Southern California. It's like more East Coast conditions. Obviously, it's not the same kind of dirt, but we've got ruts coming in through and out. Like, we don't normally get that at Glenn. We have a little bit of rut on the actual corner, and then there's no rut coming out. It's hard pack. But, dude, the rut went halfway down the straightaway. In between the pockets of the jumps, there were ruts on Thursday. Everyone that I talked to... Said it was a the badass. Yeah. It was just badass. They haven't had a Glen Helen like that in a long time. Yeah. Now, there was carnage everywhere because we have older dudes trying to ride that stuff, and it's tough on them. And they don't know how to ride it. No. But to me, they did a great job on the prep. Saturday was brutal. Sunday was a little bit less brutal. Um, but we're going to get into all that. We're going to talk about the three-moto format. If you guys like that. So if you guys have any comments about the World Vets, or uh, you want to just talk about it, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, and I'm happy to wrap with you a little bit. And that's what we do over here, Aiden. We uh, open our door for all the guys. We do. Open Did you meet anybody at Glen Helen? I met a ton of people. All right, we'll talk about Name one guy that you thought stood out to you and talk, speak up in this mic. Dude, to be honest, I met some people. Like, I, I don't remember their names. So what would they then? What would they talk about? No, and they just be like, "Oh, Kiefer's kid, what's up, man? My name's so and so, blah blah blah." And then it'd just be like the normal of like. Did you look him in the eye? Did you shake their hand? Yeah, of course I did. Well, I, I'm just checking. Yeah. Well, I know, but I just want to make sure you're an actual good human being and want you're doing the right thing, right? Yeah. Uh, did they ask about how your recovery is going? Uh, yeah, basically all of them did. Literally everyone. How is your recovery going? So people can out there can understand what's going on. So Aiden broke his scaphoid, scaphoid, however you say it, little bone in his hand. It's been a month. Yeah. You're in a cast. A you had you had a pin put in. Yep. Which, man, I really wish, I, and I still can. I have a five-minute video of Aiden coming out of anesthesia from the hospital. And it's five minutes of pure just gold for me and mom. <laughs> like, it, it's, you're out of it. You're spacey. You don't know what's going on. You ask for frothies. You bus in. Yeah, that's a lame word. Bussing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Guys that listen to this don't even know that word, so please stop doing it. Um, so you have, what, January till January? Uh, Talk to start riding again. Well, maybe. He said maybe like maybe mid-December, maybe early January. That's if I can get this off next week, Yeah. my cast. Yeah. So uh, we shall see. Well, hopefully you do get it off, and yep. we can get you back up and running because it sucks for not riding without you. Yeah, it's, it's lonely. It's hard to get motivated. <laughs> it's true You alright today? You gonna be able to talk Through this whole thing Or you yeah. gonna just be quiet? No I'm good Okay Cause you're talking like this Hi Yeah Speak up Let's talk loud Hello There you go Oh hey what's up Nice to see you Um. Okay so We had Steve Mathis At the house So Let me take a step back World Vet is a busy time At our house We've started this tradition with Steve and his some of his Canadian friends, and they changed over the years. Some have come back. Some have been different. We've had Randy Richardson come to the house. But it's been a frat, a vet frat house, so to speak, on our vet weekend here. So from Thursday to Monday, there's always a pack of people at the house. And I feel like this time was the most people, though, out of all of them. Really? Because last year we had Willard and everybody too. Yeah, but then we had people come over like almost every night from the weekend. Yeah. So I feel like this this year was the. So we had, so we had uh, Galdi, and we had Newf, uh, Ryan Lockhart, and Ryan Gald, Steve Mathis, and then uh, my buddy Matt Suravog. We call him Vaj. So if we reference to Vaj, that's who we're talking or about. The, or the ghost of Vaj. Yeah, he uh, he was out here in Asperia for a little bit. He moved back to Montana. Um, so he flew back out to race with us, and he rode a couple of my test bikes. Of course, Steve is Blue Crew. Um, I had Galdi borrow one of my Yamahas, and then we gave Noof our KX450 test bike. So he rode that. And uh, they came out late Thursday and went to practice on Friday. And right when they got back, they're like, holy shit, it's rough. Yeah. It, it was rough. And, the, and Glenn Helen built a three-minute-plus track. 
which is a very long, it's longer than last year. So if you guys aren't familiar with Glen Helen, they have an REM side and they have a main side and they incorporated both of the main and the REM to create this huge track. And Jody Weisel, obviously with MXA, he kind of helped build this track. And I will give credit to Jody right here because I'm pretty transparent dude. If it was him, he did a great job on designing a track that was more open than in years past, and we've had more room to pass. It was flowier, yep. and it looked fun. Like, even you thought it was looked fun. I think I think all the years of uh, the Nationals track looks fun. Really? Yeah. Last year, was kind of it, it was kind of hard, and it was tight, and I don't know, in some areas, it didn't make sense. Yeah. But this year, actually had some open spaces and some room, and then, of course, we had some, some weather that helped the track. And uh, when I rolled in Saturday morning, or actually, I was there Thursday, and it was packed for practice day, but I usually don't go for Friday practice day because I ride Glen Helen enough. I don't need to go there four days in a row. Yeah. Um, over 900 entries. So when you roll into Glen Helen, the whole main parking spot is filled out towards the REM and then it out goes towards the truck track. That's where we parked, where Steve has a heart attack because he doesn't think we need to park that far out. But as far as you can see, motorhomes everywhere. It's so everywhere. it's nice to see that post COVID Racing has come back, and you guys are out racing and having a good time. So I would say over a thousand, at least over a thousand participants for Vet Weekend. Huge classes. Glen Helen decided to do a three moto format this year, and, and of course John Anderson and his lovely wife. Yep, lovely wife Kristen. <laughs> that I didn't get to take a picture with her this time, but I had a whole bunch of guys take pictures. Hey, have you seen Kiefer? And she was bobbing and weaving me. She doesn't want to see my. She probably only see my perv ass, Aiden. She's probably like, oh, this guy's weird. He <laughs> likes me too much. <laughs> so uh, they helped run the event in the memory of Tom White. Tom was an excellent human being, great guy. And, he, of course, you guys know Tom, and he started White Brothers and all that. So um, John and his family worked together with the Glen Helen, Laureate Glen Helen, and then Jody, and they put together this huge event every year. And it's been a great event. Of course, I didn't know the whole history of the event. I used to go back in the day with my dad, and we'd go to watch because it was a big deal. And then I researched how many titles you know certain guys have won. And Doug Dubach, my Guam teammate, twenty six titles, twenty six. Just rapid titles of every. I have year. two, two. He twenty six. Like I can't. Have, that's. That's okay. Let's say we if he runs two titles a year, right? So at least fifteen to twenty years of winning there. He's got a win streak going on. It's dude. insane. I remember going with Casey Johnson one year that you know he would Casey was living with me and we went to the vet nationals. This is kind of after his career and he wanted to go do some racing and win. And it was Casey, Rhino, and Doug battling, and I don't know what year that was, but, man, it was a great freaking race, and Casey came out on top for the last moto and won. And Doug was right there with Rhino and them the whole time. It's impressive. You always have one older guy that comes out of the woodwork and really puts puts it to some of the younger 30-year-old guys, and Doug was one of those guys that was in his 40s or early 40s and just working 30-year-old dudes. It was insane. He's the doctor, man. So he's the king of Glen Helen. And he's still, doctor was, he's great at starts, you know, so um, for me, it was, um, yeah, it's a, it's a cool tradition to go there every year and, and watch all these guys race. And then when I got involved, it took me a long time to admit that I was 30. I think I lied about my age for several years when I was in my 30-ish range mm -hmm. because I didn't want to people know how old I was because I thought I was going to get blackballed from the industry because, oh, Kiefer's too old, like, you know. But then I was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Like, whatever. I'm old. I like to ride. I'm I'm a good tester. I'm gonna go race. We were talking about it on the I uh, did the Gypsy Tales podcast, and I didn't ride my first Supercross until I was like 29. Jesus, dude. 29. That's when like dudes started going out. It's 29. They're retiring. Yeah. Um, but of course, my trajectory to racing was late. Yep. With with grandma, my mom being sick, and so. Um, yeah, I just didn't get around to racing until I was later in life. And then I feel like I'm a better rider now than I was when I was actually racing because bikes are better and I, I ride more now, less pressure. Yep. Obviously, I have you, so it's nice to ride with someone consistently. Yep. Um, 
So anyway, um, a little bit about the event this year. I'm sure you can hear more about it on the Pulp Show, but much smoother than years past. You know, Steve bitches about corrals and all these other things, but the overall event uh, was ran smoother. Uh, they had more security beefed up. There's more. There's way more security. Um, it was a three moto format. So you over the course of two days, Saturday it ran to like four four thirty. Obviously, there's a time change in Southern California, so it it gets a little bit weird with daylight. Um, but overall, no, I didn't see too many accidents. You say a guy seized out on the I line. S- I mean, yeah, but he wasn't a rider or anything. I think he wasn't a rider. No, it was just a regular dude. Just I think he was prepping the guy's gate, and he just. Seized. He started seizing up, and me and Liam were like, what the hell? So then the paramedics came over and got him, and he stood up and walked off with the paramedics, but he was mm. fine. Um, so as far as I know, there wasn't that many crashes or too many guys that got hurt, which is nice because I've been in the years past where, man, a lot of guys got hurt and things. So kudos to Lori, Jody, John, everyone in, involved at Glen Helen to run a smoother race. I think more people had a great time this year. Um, so that, that's, uh, that's a plus the track itself. I, like I told you guys was a lot better, um, for me, flowier, uh, as fast as the first corner is at Glen Helen and Talladega, I feel like it's fairly safe cause it's wide. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit scary going in at 60 mile an hour, but it's terrifying, but I feel like it's wide enough where you can move around. Yeah. Um, well, eh, it's questionable. Can some classes, some classes just bunch up in the one area. Yeah, but as far as first corners go, like, there's a lot of first corners that get really narrow. Yeah. Or a 180 or something, and this is kind of a, if it's it's a 180, but it's a long, it's long. 180. Yep. And then it doesn't really get bunched up to that left until you go up Showy Hill. Yeah. And that's, but they give you options. They give you three lanes, which I don't really believe in split lanes on a track, but if there is a place that where it works, it works there in that second corner. Yep. Because at least there is actually three established lanes, so guys can go them. If you if you don't have that, you get guys maybe going into one to two ruts to go to dive in. Yeah, and then you get pileups, or you got guys way the outside with no no berm or no rut, then they're all screwed up. So for me, it worked out pretty good. Yep. Even though that inside berm kind of got pushed out into the second lane, which, which was that's the, that's typical Glen Helen now. Which was the line. Yeah. Um, they had split lanes on Thursday practice and I think they did away with that because they knew hey we got to open this track up a little bit so they did do that which is really nice mm-hmm. um, so yeah I just want to give a shout out where it's due like the staff everyone at Glen Helen and we've been critical of them in the past they've done a, a better job this year and it ran smoother and we we're out of there by 2.30 on Sunday uh, Jerry McGrath was there doing his um, Edison Die Lifetime Achievement Award. You could have went there. Um, I heard Pingree had a whiskey throttle show that night there. Nice. I didn't know anything about that. I didn't either. Um, but um, so yeah, they had events. People are out riding, having a good time. Um, only I only saw one, two guys argue. One was one was on the line. Mike Brown. <laughs> one was on the line arguing with about a gate pick with some guy. Yep. And then the other was Mike Brown getting pissed off at some dude in one of my races, which was awesome. Yep. Which I've seen many times with Mike, so it's no surprise. I kind of just chuckled and rode by. I was like, oh, Mike's pissed. <laughs> so that's that's normal. Um, but a real quick synopsis of my races. 40 Pro uh, was Saturday. It's supposed to be 20 minutes, so if there's something I could be disappointed or knock Glen Helen on, I feel like they cut our laps a little bit in our Pro Moto. I went 18 minutes, and it should be at least 20 minutes, maybe 20 plus one. Um, so I, a couple laps short, which I needed for myself this weekend. Um, and in order to meet Mike Brown, I changed the way I had to think and ride this weekend. So I had a game plan to try to beat Mike, which is always hard. He's riding more. The year I beat him, which was two years ago, he wasn't riding as much, and he just showed up, and he wasn't in shape, and I beat him. But he's been riding more, obviously, dominated Loretta Lynn. So my plan was I, I know some things that Mike, I have a chance somewhere and with Mike. So my chance would be at the end of the race because I know Mike gets arm pump at Glen Helen. So you didn't know this, but my game plan was to start off a little slower and get better as the race went on, Mm -hmm. which didn't work out for me because I started about fourth. There was McGrath, Brownie, and then there was an KTM brought their Austrian test rider, 
which he was pretty good. That dude was really good. Yep. No, no, I had no idea who he was either. Michael Stout, Stauffer, Stauffer. Yep. Um, number seven on a KTM. So, uh, I had to work my way past those guys, and it took me a couple laps. And then I was like, okay, I got my groove. And then Mike was about a straightaway ahead. So then I started inching up, and I started catching him a little bit. But by that time, I was expecting to maybe get a two-lap board or something, and I never got that. I only got a white flag. And by that time, he was five seconds, six seconds ahead of me, and it was just nothing I could do. Yeah. So he won. I got second. Uh, second moto of the 40 class. Uh, decent start, uh, but I blew it in that showy corner. Um, I tried to drift wide, and I got in a soft spot, had to double clutch it, and I got passed up the hill, McGrath. Uh, passed me, but I ended up passing um, the test rider and McGrath on the first lap, and I was pissed because I knew that was my chance to to tag along with Mike, and I fudging blew it. Yep. Um, so it didn't quite work out for my my advantage. So again, second to Mike Brown. I feel like I've been doing that a lot in my older life with Mike. Uh, but it was really cool to race with McGrath and Brownie and be on the podium with those guys. And and I told. You know, my family, this, I've never been as good as those guys. I never was in the realm of those guys. They're factory riders. They made lots of money. They've won titles. I mean, Jesus, McGrath is the king of Supercross. No one will beat his Supercross record. Granted, MC, if he rode about a month, he'd kick my ass. But at least I'm in the, the realm of these guys now. Yeah. At least I can do something. So I kept up with my riding. Mike also has been riding a lot, as usual. But... You know, MC doesn't ride as much. So it's an honor for me to be around these gentlemen and be up on the podium. And it's surreal for me. And you maybe you don't really grasp it. But when I, you know, I hug mom after the, the podium and I get a little choked up because, I mean, dude, look at, look at us. I come from shit. I don't come from nothing. I don't come from anything. We live in the high desert. I came from a family that, you know, my mom was disabled. My dad worked two fucking jobs. I rode desert races. We didn't travel, you know, and. I stuck with I stuck with this sport. Mm. I loved racing and riding, and now I'm around these guys and beating some of them. Granted, they're not in shape and they've stopped riding, but it's it's really cool for me. Stop. That's like you later in life getting to race Tomac when you're in your 40s and you beat Tomac. Yeah. Who cares if he hasn't ridden? You just beat Tomac. Like not a whole lot of people can say they beat Tomac. Right. So like me beating MC. Granted, sure, MC ride two, three weeks, he'll kick my ass, but it's not cool whole, to do that stuff, you know? people can say they beat McGrath either. No. So, granted, I wanted to win, but then I kind of took a step back and put it in perspective. It's nice to be around those guys, and I can still ride at a high level for being a 46-year-old dude. Yes. Right? Yep. So, I wasn't too pissed. Um, we had a World Cup moto, which is where Glen Helen gets... A uh, three-man team together, a 30-rider, a 40-rider, and a 50-rider. And you have a team. It's kind of like those nations. And we had a bunch of guys. The Canadian guys are awesome. Before we even get to the track on Saturday morning, there's already a dude in front of us in line with the Canadian flag blaring. Um, dudes are walking around with the huge flags, filming, you know, recording. Uh, the USA guys were up on the podium. <laughs> Dude, those dudes were that. Nah, the one dude was fired up, f bombing the podium and saying this is the best freaking day of his life, which is awesome to see these guys that just are blue collar dudes get up and get a little limelight. That was really fun. Yeah. So it was me, Doug Dubok, and then Sean Lepanovich, which he is actually from Guam. We were Team Guam. It's a it's an American territory, so I do feel bad a little bit, but I've won um, the World Cup on the USA team before. In the last two years, Sean, Doug, and I have done this Guam thing, and we've won that. So Travis claims, Aiden, Travis Preston, and Stevie claim that they're coming for us next year. But they said that last year, and they didn't come. So Stevie, Travis, whatever, bring it. Guamination. That's right. Not domination. Guamination. Guamination all over you. We will <laughs> shit on you. That's right. Bring Travis, bring Damon Bradshaw, whatever you guys want to do. I'm fine with it. I'm calling you guys out right now. So if you guys are listening to this, take a little uh, snippet of this recording right now and just tag Travis Preston and Steven Tokarski and say bring it. 
Because <laughs> you know they ain't coming. No. Travis, Travis, Travis made a whole Instagram post about how he's coming. And he didn't year. even show up. He didn't even show up. He's too busy doing CrossFit on a Saturday. He doesn't even care. I talked to him today. It's like, oh, there was a race. I know he's bullshitting me, but it's like, oh, yeah, there was a race. Well, oh, I didn't even know you raced. Oh. Don't, don't, don't do it. That's checked So, out. hey, put your money where your mouth is, Yamaha boys. Bring it. Guamination all over you. The one Yamaha guy showed up, but not you guys. What Yamaha guy? Doug. Dubak. Always there. Always there. 60 years old. Dude's out there ripping. Caught McGrath in the 50 plus 125 moto. And won. And won. Brownie lost his brakes. Brownie won the first moto. Pasha, which is a local guy that puts up these money races for two strokes. Great guy. And Brownie, McGrath, Doug are in this. Brownie smokes everybody in the first moto. Second moto, Brownie's brakes go out because he borrowed Pasha's 125. McGrath's in the lead. Doug catches him. You can never underestimate Doug and his lines. He may look like an old caveman when he rides now. Yep. But he knows Glen Helen like nobody else. He knows where to go. If you guys ever want to learn how to ride Glen Helen and you're at Glen Helen for whatever reason and Doug is there, try to follow Doug for a lap and learn how to ride it because he knows where there's traction. He knows where there's no traction. I'm telling you. Look, look at Carter. Look how good Carter is there. Yeah, that's true. Carter shreds. Carter he's, shreds. He's learned from his dad. So uh, it was cool to see the old guys out there dicing it up and having a good time, put on a, a show for the crowd. The 30 Pro, we tried to go race. This is great. <laughs> I'm going to leave for this one. I'm going to leave. <laughs> the 30 Pro, I was like, hey, I'm going to be there for the World Cup because the World Cup was one moto Saturday, one moto Sunday. And I was like, well, I might as well just race. So I rode 30 Pro. Uh, I usually get pretty good starts at Glen. I'm usually a decent starter. Man, my starts were trash. They were no bueno. They were trash. They were not good this weekend. No. no. Nothing. I don't know if my bike was a little bit slow but or just me or whatever. But I felt like my my timing was good because in my World Cup motos, I got whole shots. Yep. But when it came down to my real motos, never got a whole shot. Nerves clicked in hard. And I've got a second place. But I never could beat Brownie off the start. No, so it's like KTM. No, no doubt KTM was fat. I have I should have raced the KTM. Now mm-hmm. that I look back on it, should have. Yeah, I think I would have got really good starts because that thing hooks Rips. up. It doesn't wheelie, and yeah, it's better off of the gate than a Yamaha. Um, so the thirty moto, I came back was almost dead last, and I crashed coming down the hill. So I was dead last. Worked my way up to ninth, which I thought was pretty good. I never really get a chance to start way back in the pack at local races because usually we have maybe eight to ten dudes, and now we have 20-some dudes in this class. So it was nice to kind of go through a pack and pass people and do these things. I felt like I was riding decent. And then the second moto, Aiden washed my bike, you know, and put, you know, sprayed it with SC1, didn't think anything of it. I go ride my bike to the starting line, and I notice my front brake, I, I pull it in, and it just keeps going. So I'm like, shit. So I get to the staging area, and, and I'm like, Aiden, go get some contact cleaner. You pers- SC1 was all over my disc. <laughs> so he goes and grabs the contact cleaner. We spray the shit out of the disc. Still doesn't really do much, and I kind of know on the line, like, hey, I'm, I, I'll try to burn it off, you know, try to burn that oil off of the pad. And uh, that oil never really uh, burned off the pad because uh, with these new brake pads that we have on these bikes now, what this does, it just soaks it in. So that SC1 sat there for an hour and a half, two hours, however long we waited between motos, and it just soaked in that pad. So as I ground down that pad or tried to warm it up, that shiny oil was still there, and I just didn't have any front brakes. So to say that Dad was MFing in his helmet uh, going down Mount St. Helens would be an understatement. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to burn it off the first you know, first lap. Nope. Second lap, nope. So I go, you know what? I'm out. I, I'm not riding this, trying to haul ass and have no front brake. You can't do it at Glen Helen. Sorry. Uh, sure, I could have rolled down and got 15th, but I'm not doing that. Uh, I go to pull off near the start and try to pull off, but then I was so mad. I felt like if I got off on that lap and went back to the pits, I probably would have bit your head off. Good thing I wasn't there. I probably would not come back, though. Oh, you didn't come back anyway for a while. I was wondering where you're at. Uh-uh. Put the mic closer. <laughs> I stayed in Pack David and Vaj's gate. I stayed and watched. I was like, I'm not gonna go back because I already know what's gonna happen. So I go back and do another lap. So I'm doing wheelies up hills. I'm calming down. I get back, and we I didn't 
didn't bark. We had a conversation. No, we didn't really have a conversation. You just gave me shit. Yeah. You're like, assume one of my bird pads. So you deny it. I do deny because I didn't spray near in it. The fort guard was shiny. Yeah, I sprayed a little bit on the top. I didn't spray the whole thing. All of that though. residue that you fra- sprayed on the, the, the tube, the upper tube of the fort guard, the fender, front fender, and then the, and then the fort guard area mm-hmm. settles down. And it goes down to the disc, and then goes down to the pads, and just... Hey, <laughs> we love to soak up SC1. I love it. <laughs> so, DNF 30. So, the 30 uh, Pro Moto wasn't great for me, people. So, if you're there and wondering what the hell was going on, that was going, that was going on. I was having an inner battle in my helmet, in my 6D helmet, going, <laughs> MF Hayden, MF Hayden. <laughs> um, but... We uh, I went one one in the forty class on the on the World Cup. Doug went one one in his class. Sean went one one in his class. Oh, so we won two. No, no, he did go one one. Sorry, yeah. I, was th- I was thinking of a different Dude, moto. Guamination. Guamination. Okay. <laughs> Swept. Dude, the Brazil guy was on Sean's ass the whole moto. Though. I heard that he was on his ass. Who was that guy? I don't know. He was ripping though. That guy was behind that guy in practice. He was ripping, and I was like, st- couldn't pass him. And I'm like, dude, is this guy a 40-year-old? It's going to be tough to beat this dude. Yeah, he was staying on him the whole time. Yeah, he had this loud-ass muffler. Yeah, he was ripping, though. Mm. Ripping. Brazil? Brazil. Mm. Well, doesn't matter. Guamination happened. And uh, Sean puts the stuff together every year. So Sean ends up calling Doug and I, and we do this thing. And it's a, it's a fun event. So, hey, sorry to make a break here real quick, but we're going to do some commercials. Stay tuned. Save yourself some money, and we'll be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirt printing business Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free t-shirts That's what I'm talking about ScreenPrintingDone.com I know it's tough sometimes guys What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now I've had great results you guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your Uh, Owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, It's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino. All of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, You put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So, you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. 
I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Band on my Yamahas. There is a brand new band that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit Power Motorsports today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with power for four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, just like what you guys see on Saturday night, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics packages. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha's exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit Power Motorsports today, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone. Get your new Yamaha at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it on here. That's right, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Get your best deal and best pricing wherever it is. Right here, North America. I don't care where you're at, Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Go visit them, powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Time. Why? Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day? Who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. Hey, we're back. Thanks for hanging tight. On with the World Vet Recap. So, yeah, we got to do the whole podium with the with the USA guys, and then Lockhart and the Canada team got second. So, suck it, Steve. Suck it, Galdi. Suck it, Noof. There's a protest going on, I heard. Yeah, we're trying to check passports, but it doesn't matter. I know where the island is, and... uh 
we can go there on vacation because we're going to be Guam heroes. We have streets named up after yep. us. There's going to be a Kiefer. It's going to be a Kiefer Ink Street in Guam. So can't wait to go visit that. <laughs> uh, I chose so. Uh, full disclosure: I blew up my YZ450 on Tuesday before the event, and for those of you asking what happened, no, the rod didn't break like the 21 did on me. Uh, I have no idea what my YZ450 did, but it started knocking really bad, and so I just yanked it in. I did not want a repeat of what happened the last time, so I ended up borrowing my my good friend Greg Loops Yamaha YZ450 and racing that and. As I was leaving Glen Helen, how many times did I say I was going back and forth on what I was going to race, it, the KTM or the Yamaha? It was honestly kind of frustrating because you said five minutes, it would be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm racing KTM. And then it would go by. No, 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 I'm racing Yamaha. Or you know what? No, 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 I'm racing KTM. It was like that for a solid day. And then we went out and did motos on the KTM. And you're like, I don't know, man. It's fun. I don't know. No, you come back and go, man, I don't know. I, it's very stiff. Very stiff. So I don't know. The 23 chassis is pretty stiff natured, and this is where I get bogged up because the Yamaha is not that way. And at Glen Helen, where it's all like light bumps, square edgy, I need some comfort. And that's what that track was like, too, when we went oh, Wednesday. Dude, brutal. Brutal. Um, but I have fun riding the, the KTM. It corners good. It's so fast. It's so fun to ride. Mark at AEO and the guys did my suspension, and, and it's really good. I just need to work on it a little bit more with this chassis. Um, I have about 18 hours on this bike, and it got better about the 10-hour mark. So you 23 KTM guys, give yourself at least 10 hours to break in your bike, and it's still going to be a little bit stiff nature. But I'm going to ride, just put 23.5 ride engineering clamps on it, which I tried in the prototype stage, and I really liked it. So I didn't get to race with that clamp but i'm going to ride it here in this week and figure out that so my if you guys are out there and you got a 23 ktm 450 look at the 23.5 millimeter offset uh ride engineering clamps or split clamps it calms the chassis down a little bit doesn't get as rigid it'll make your fork a little bit plusher feeling especially coming off of a stock uh ktm clamp which is a rigid clamp and uh i also went to the ride engineering bar mounts on the ktm with a five millimeter spacer. So if you guys are wondering what my cockpit is like on my KTM, I got the ride engineering bar mounts with the five mil spacer, uh, which makes that setup compared to stock plus four higher in the bar mount area than stock because Adrian's bar mounts are plus three total. And then I have an extra millimeter in there with the spacer. So it's a total of four millimeters higher. Okay. So I have a five millimeter spacer. Five millimeter spacer, if I can make this correct. Five millimeter spacer, which Adrian has. You have the bar mounts, okay? And that total millimeter height would be plus four higher than stock. So when you do the math between stock and this, it's plus four, which I like. So I'm on a Husqvarna stock Pro Taper Evo bend, which is a flat bar. I cut them to 804 millimeters, and that brings that bar up a little bit. But yeah, I still have that flat, nice feeling. Every time I sit on that KTM, I'm like, Dude, it's so much better than the Yamaha cockpit. I love the feeling of it. The throttle response. If you guys are wondering about AIM ECUs, I'm going to be selling those on my own site um, for the KTM only at this time. I've worked hard um, doing some mapping with the AIM guys. So if you guys aren't familiar with AIM ECUs, they're really big in snowmobiles and go-karts. So I like this product so much that I think I'm going to start selling them myself. So if you guys are looking for an ECU for your KTM, email me and we'll talk about it and I'll tell you how to get them and I can be able to ship them out to you and put some of my maps inside of that ECU to where your KTM is really long and linear but very powerful, um, really easy to ride and makes it more third gear friendly with a second gear that is extremely long. So that's why I was excited to ride the KTM but got on Old Faithful there. And rode the Yamaha, thanks to Greg Loop. I don't think that bike's ever went that fast before. I don't think that bike's ever used to going over 8,000 RPM. No, it's usually it's so used to getting stuck in third and fourth gear. It's in fourth gear going like 5,000. <laughs> Stalling it as he lands over a jump. Yeah, but overall, the uh, the weekend was fun. My buddy, so my buddy David Martinez and Eddie Larratt. Eddie is uh, Aiden's practice guy mechanic. Of course, you guys know Eddie from the show and because. You guys probably know David from my show as well. 
they had a little bit of um, a rivalry coming into this vet race, and they had a bet for dinner and all, all this stuff at the 40 intermediate class. And my guy, Eddie, decided to pull the ripcord. Your guy is my guy. It's both my guy. guy. They're both my guys. No, it's my guy. My guy decided to pull the ripcord. I was a little mad at him because he comes back first moto and just takes his gear off. He's like, I'm done. I'm not coming back. I'm done. Packed his shit up and left. He was over it. He was over it. Like, literally, I think he got a good start first moto. Faded. Out of top ten. Faded. Comes back. I'm out. Packs it up. Goes home. So, a little butthurt about that, but uh, we, we talked it out. We're good now. Um, also, for me, uh, we're going to have another podcast, like a, a 1B podcast about the World Vets and the things that older guys go through when they have families, they have real jobs. I'm going to get Eddie in here, and we're going to go through his mind on what his process was and why he quit and why he went home, couldn't sleep Saturday night because he felt like shit because he did what he did. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some of these demons that come up in older riders' minds because I think it's real-life shit, Aiden. You don't really have these concerns because you're young, you don't care, you don't pay for shit, you just race and ride and go to school and yay, yay, yay. But when you're older, you have a mortgage, you have a family, you're the breadwinner. Uh, there's a lot of things to think about, and yet you still want to race and do good. It's tough to get past some of these mental things. Yeah. And then when you're racing, some of these mental things come up. So anyway, Eddie and I are going to sit down and do a show about all these things. So hopefully you guys, if you can relate to some of that, listen to this show and maybe this will help you get through some of those things. Eddie talked to me today about some of these things and this came to me. I'm like, you know what? We should do a show and talk about this because this is real life shit. This is what I'm about. I like things that actually happen in our lives that have to do with motorcycles and this is some of the stuff that is real for older gentlemen so we're going to do a show all right um but anyway david uh went 515 515 and 45b and got 8th in the 40b our guy janky mike michael allen won the 35 or 30 c class 31 he's an off-road guy which he probably was sandbagging he was sandbagging he sucked it up saturday Whatever reason, won on Sunday and won the overall. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, insane. He sent it. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, what else did we get? What else? Uh, who do we have? Um, Chris Fagala had some wrist problems. Anyway, we had a pack of people in our pits. And this a is of, what, there's a lot of people. This oh, is what makes racing fun. Dark Side and Steve. Dark Side and Steve. Holy shit. That's I don't really one. want to talk about it on this show because it's going to be on the Pulp okay, Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can't spoil too much. Right. The Pulp Show, you guys will get enough of that. It's going to be plenty of that. But they have, la they have lap times. They, it's I serious. will say this. We give Darkseid a bunch of shit, but he rode good. He did ride good. He was sh struggling on Friday. I thought he was on Suicide Watch. Dude, while I was watching him out there when I went with Vaj. Michael Lindsay and him came over to prep some bikes on Friday night. It wasn't good. It wasn't good, dude. There's some serious stuff happening Friday. Michael had a stopwatch out. They were uh, pulling over, making adjustments. It was like press day. Yeah, it so wasn't good. It was going down, dude. So Friday, we're like, man, you going to be okay? Steve was eight seconds faster than him on Friday. It was, uh, there were some dark demons hitting dark. Dark. Some freaking dark demons, dude. <laughs> dark demons. <laughs> I mean, he did have Iron Maiden on the back of his uh, jersey. So that's probably why. He had dude. a good setup, though. His fly gear looked good. It does look good, yeah. Yeah, and, and Steve looked good. He was all blued up like a Smurf. Yep. It looked sick. Um, but Steve did come out on top. He won all three motos to Darkseid. I think he got 15th overall. Darkseid got 20th overall. But as the day went on, Darkseid got closer and closer in times to Steve. And Glenn Helen's tough to figure out, man. I mean, Ben LeMay showed up in the 30 Pro class and got fourth. And Ben LeMay just stopped racing professionally. There's la last moto of that class, too. There's four dudes of just all right there. Him, yeah. Morris, Lepanovich, and Collier. Yeah. All there. Lepanovich won the overall in 30 Pro. He rips at Glen Helen. Shreds. He's a short little Guamanian. Yep. And uh, he hauls ass. So And Ryan Morris, of course, you just saw him at uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm. He still rips. And Sean Collier, he just comes out once a year and, and you, you, does what he does. and You'll forget about this dude, and then he'll show up out of nowhere and win. Yeah. I mean, he's just like a naturally good rider. Yeah. You said he doesn't look like he's trying. No. David looked like David looked like he was trying. Looked like he was just on a Sunday cruise. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he rides good at Glen Helen too, man. Especially on the REM side of things, he does good. Um, 
So yeah, so my Yamaha, basically, if you want to talk about that, I had a, a Vortex ECU, I had a Kropovich muffler, I had some KYB suspension that was help tuned by Enzo Racing, and uh, Yoshi and the guys over at Enzo did me up a solid KYB set, so that's what we did. And Dunlop, I tried a scoop on Sunday, which was really good. I tried a scoop on Saturday for practice, which was nice. It was only good in the morning. And after, like, practice or first morning. Actually, on Sunday, I rode with the scoop, and it was fine. I should have rode with it on Saturday. I think I would have got a better start. I told you. Um, but so the MX-14 at 12.5 PSI, MX-3S at 13.5 PSI. Um, my sag was about 104 on my shock. Stock linkage. I ran VPT4 fuel. Twin air power flow system. And... The move for me lately is Renthal full waffle soft grips with the waffle on top cut. So basically, just a... No, don't say it. Okay. It's not a half waffle. Okay. It's a full waffle cut. It feels different. Let's do it. Let's put it on yours. I'm good. Why? Because I like... Tomac does it. I'm not Tomac. (sighs) Don't you want to be? Yeah, but I I like my setup. You're only as good as what you try. I know, but I like it. It's comfortable. What if it's more comfortable? Well, let me get out of this black cast first before we start thinking about when I'm going to start riding here. Well, I don't know. You seem like you're thinking about it a lot when you walk in the garage and sit on your bike and start it in the middle of the night. Wonder what the hell's going on in there. Just making sure she runs. Dude, got started every once in a while. I'm sure you guys can relate when you're hurt. You walk out your garage and stare at your motorcycle. This is what I'm dealing with right now with my 16 Thank God it's God right now. It's gone. It's at Eddie's house getting put back together. I don't even know how you go to the track and watch. Like, not the vet race, but like... You want to go watch the like an amateur race or something? Like I wouldn't want to do that. I don't. You were going to. We told you not to do it. Well, yeah. But then I thought, but yeah, I was just desperate to get out of the house and go do something because I can't do anything. Ugh, I couldn't watch. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Like I couldn't watch. Like if I wasn't going to race vet nationals, I'm not watching it. Yeah. I'm too competitive, so I'd be pissed. Although I probably would have because your buddies, Steve and and what were we were calling him, dark dark times, dark dick. No, not dark dick. No, not not that dark dick. What was his dark time? What were we calling him just a little bit ago? Morning times or something like that? No, you just said he was emo and, and messed up, so we call him dark something. Dark demon? Dark, I don't know. I have a real bad memory, dude. It's going away. Dark, we didn't call him anything. So I probably would have went and watched Steve and Darkside race each other. Yeah. yeah. Dark had some dark demons. Yeah. So uh, Saturday night, uh, before us, you know, between the days, we had a bunch of people up for dinner. Yep. Thank you to my lovely wife, Mrs. Kiefer, for making this whole house a home for all the people here. Mike Brown, Andy White from FXR, Chris yes. and his wife. We had man soup out in the jacuzzi. Yep. We had a fire. Yep. We had a pink sky. It was awesome. Yep. Steve bitches about something as usual. That is typical. <laughs> what did what, what you complain about the other night again? Complain about, oh, not enough chairs. There's no chairs. Yeah, no, it's, no chairs. It's insane. Like I don't understand it. So, um, so yeah, we had a great time. Nice to see everybody. It's really cool to hang out with Mike. I love Mike a lot. He's a great human being, even though he's an asshole when he rides a dirt bike and he's fast. He's an alien, but uh, it was a good time, and I feel like I did fairly well. Didn't prep as much as I have in the past because I've been busy with testing, um, riding, and getting ready for a race is two different things. I just did a vet podcast about how to get ready for races and what you guys should do and of course sometimes as a father you guys know this you need to listen to your own advice at times and I should have did that more but I was busy testing and doing two to three laps at a time versus doing motos I got some motos in and some days I didn't you get hurt so my motivation goes down so you have no one to ride with no no one to push me really I have people to ride with just no one to push me because, you know, you get mad when I beat you, so it's fun. <laughs> I'm going to smoke you so bad when you come back. Uh, dude. It's going to be five, six seconds of laugh. I forgot dude. to ride a dirt bike, dude. Oh, I can't wait. I want to eat it up until you're better. I'm just going to, dude. You'll have it for a solid month. Lit pro. Check the lit pro. I say you'll have it for a solid month. And Guamination month all by, over you. I'm going to guam all over you, dude. Once a solid month goes by, dude, you are jacked. Why? What if I'm not? What if it takes you three months to get on the level? Don't worry about when it's going to take me. Just know that. Are you going to be bummed if it no. takes you three months? No. Why? Well, if it takes me three months, yeah, because three months, I'm probably going to have to race. Texas. At what point do you just go, dude, my dad's sick. My dad is sick rider at 46. Like, I, you know what, dad? 
you know what? You're a badass mofo. Why has that never come out of your mouth? You know what, Dad? Dude, you're gnarly. You never say it. What is gnarly? Like, do you, do you understand how old I am? Do you yeah. ever go, you know what, Dad? You're a gnarly dude. You're a gnarly dude for how fast you go. Yeah, you are. Why don't you ever say it? Hurts my ego, man. Why? Hurts my ego. You can't you can't be fast yourself and give other people props. I do, but it's hard when you're forty seven or forty six. Easy for forty seven. <laughs> it's okay. I've been doing it for how long? Yeah, it's fine, but it just hurts it hurts our ego, dude. Even Slade said the same thing this weekend. He's like, dude, when it's late at Glen Helen, your dad comes by me, it hurts my ego. Well, because we're out here freaking trying to race in the next couple of years, and you're out here 46 at Glen Helen working us on a 230. Uh, get better as the time goes on, man. Ego. You guys in the early mornings, I can't do it. I know. Give me some bumps. We shred in the morning, dude. Yeah, outsides everywhere. That's we, why. We barked. Oh, my God. Bark. Had a good time. So thank you to everybody that I met over the weekend. It's really cool to talk to everyone. Um, took lots of pictures. and Lots and of gate packing. My feet, I have blisters on them right now from packing gates all weekend. Yeah, but you helped out. It's always, it's, the vet weekend's like a big. Uh, Family reunion. Yeah. And everyone loves to go race and everyone's high-fiving and it's a good time. Not too many death revs after the checkers, only a couple. You know, but. That's if Brownie's there. So if you guys haven't gone to the Vet Nationals, I recommend you guys going and uh, having a good time. Come for the whole weekend. Bring the family. Bring your bros. Have some inner battles with some of your when some of your guys and make it fun. Have a beer. Too. Have a beer, even though I didn't. I mean, you had a Coke. I had a Coke. You had a Coke. <laughs> That's fine with me. I had a double-double on Sunday night, which was tasty. Yeah, dude. It's fine. And then I had to take Vaj to the airport. He's like an ogre in the morning at 2.30 in the morning. He had a flight out at 5.30. So I have this ogre trying to look for coffee at 2.30 in the morning. That's what, that's what it was like. That's what it was like. <laughs> he trying to look for coffee. So uh, thank you, Vaj, for waking me up at 2.30. And I'm on a five-hour uh, sleep program right now. So it's probably why this show is off the rails. I feel so good right now. Why? I got some good sleep last night. Must be nice. You're all monstered up every day, though. Every day you're wearing a monster thing. Am I wearing a monster? I am wearing a monster thing right now. <laughs> Why are you talking low? Why don't you talk normal? I forgot. I, was, I had to look in the mirror quick because I didn't know I was wearing one, but I have a beanie on right now. Um, by the way, so, who was I talking to Thursday? Oh, RJ Wageman. RJ Wageman said when you were riding at some, some point, you rev the crap out of him. And remember I told you about your revving. RJ or Robbie? No, RJ. Says you were coming and he you revved at him like an asshole. And he got out of your way. But he also was a little bit annoyed by that. What did I tell you about that? I don't remember that. Right. Stop it. It's a Glen Helen practice day. I'm sorry you're doing heaters. But if you rev a certain way, you're going to piss off the wrong dude. Well, I don't know if I... Are you sure it was me? That's a... Mother effing rev. Are you sure it was Now me? this, brr, brr, that's like, hey, I'm back here. Brr, that's like, I want to kick your ass, whoever's behind me. <laughs> I don't remember that. So people listening to this, if you go to Glen Helen, you hear Aiden do that, let me know. I don't remember that. Or, my bike's no just loud. Put, you can you're, gladly put your bike against a tree, you can leave your helmet on, and just Bitch slap the shit out of him when you get back to the pit. That's all good, mate. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna turn you in. I'm just gonna sit there and go. I told you. I don't remember that. So I just, haven't read that going on so long. Just putting it out there. Okay. All right. All right. That wraps up the show. That's my World Vet recap. You guys want to talk about it? Hit me up, Chris at SoCal. Chris at SoCal. That's Chris my, at SoCal.com. That's my old email. <laughs> Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. Working on five hours sleep, people. Sorry. Uh, Hit up our merch area, right? Our mom. Mom. No. Hit up. Easy. Easy with the mom address. A lot of people be hitting up mom. <laughs> uh, go to our shop on keyforinktesting.com, and we have some new hoodies out. Please purchase those. We have a shit ton. I'm looking at them right now. Buy them up. It's cold. They're cool looking, and they're 50 bucks shipped. Um, just go on there and buy one. We'll ship it out. I get Heather and ship them out for you or hit up Heather at keyforinktesting.com. If you don't see something on the website or if you like something, maybe we don't make it Say hey, suggest something to Heather. She's in charge of all that. So if you're yelling at merch, yell at her, not me. 
And if you want to talk about revving your motorcycle, Aiden at KieferIncTesting.com. Or if he has revved at you at some point you wanna, <laughs> and you want to put on the subject line, screw you, Aiden, no problem. <laughs> Aiden, A-D-E-N, at KieferIncTesting.com to yell at Aiden for his revving antics. Dude, last podcast I said email me. No one emailed me. I was very I mean, bummed no, out. That's because you're probably a dick and you're revving at people. I haven't read in a month. Or not even a month. Maybe it's been longer than a month. People don't forget, man. People don't forget. I forget. Quamination. <laughs> Quamination. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining me. We'll see you next week with regular scheduled programming, CRF 250R 2023 talk and some tips and tricks. And as always, our door is open, so please email me. Utilize that stuff. You see me at the track, come in and say hi. And, uh, hey, it's raining in the high des, so you will not hear from me, nor will I be answering anything on the DM. So um, it's raining. I'm out. See you guys. Bye, guys.